Hare Krishna. Today we are reading chapter 8, text number 1. Hare Krishna, Mataji, please take over the call now. Thank you, Mataji. Hari Bol, Hare Krishna, my Dandavat Pranam to all the assembled devotees. We will start Mangala Charan prayer and then we will discuss the shloka. Om Adnyanati Mirandasya Dhyananjana Shalakaya Yakshurun Militam Vena Tasmai Shri Guravena Maha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeyam Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavanscha श्री रूपम ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾಂಚನಗೌರಾಂಗೀರಾಧೇವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರೀ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದ
talking about these same terms and then arjuna started asking and he was very curious at what are these terms explain me properly krishna and then krishna again started explaining these terms so now we will do uh, text number 3 and uh, our pattern is something like uh, whoever joined it first time so we we are just going to uh, learn how to chant in sanskrit haladardas prabhu ji is there he will guide us like how exactly pro, how to pronounce this word and where to break this uh, particular shloka and then how to say it properly after repeating that and then we will uh, go through word to word and then a translation and then take a turn to read the purport and then we will discuss about this uh, shloka so it's more than a lecture it is a discussion so now we will go to text number 3 mata ji we had done one and two last time right i mean sumati mata ji you said text number 1 do you remember okay so halave we 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 did 1 and 2 shloka number 1 and 2 last time if i'm no, not wrong yesterday time last time we did entire eight chapter study revision oh okay 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 yes yeah, so it's 8.1 okay so let's do uh, shloka number 1 uh, haladar das prabhu ji will guide us how to chant this yeah. and shloka number 2 so we will do all four uh, because they are in a way connected haladar das prabhu ji so we can do one and two and then we will read the purport together okay hare krishna mata ji hare krishna please accept my humble obeisances all glories to sila prabhu and guru maharaj thandavat so, pranam hare krishna attain a chapter 8 attaining the supreme so first one is arjun maharaj vacha so the wordings are like this kim tad brahma kim adhyatmam kim karma purushottama adibhutam chakim proktam adidaivam kim ochyate in sanskrit we will sing it like a kim tad brahma kim adhyatmam kim karma purushottama अधिभूतम च किम प्रोक्तम अधिदैवम किम उच्यते हरे कृष्ण माता जी थैंक यू सो मच प्रभु जी अर्जुन उवाच किम तत्ब्रह्म किम अध्यात्मम किम कर्म पुरुषोत्तमम आदिभूतम च किम प्रोक्तम आदिदैवम किम उच्यते हरि बोल बोलो कृष्ण अर्जुन उवाच किम तद्रह्म किम अध्यात्म किम कर्म पुरुषोत्तम अधिभूत च किम प्रोक्त अधिदैव किमुच्यते हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण हर प्रसाद रीडिंग अर्जुन उवाच किम तद्रह्म किम अध्यात्म 
ಸಾಮರಸಿಕ ಮಾತಾಜಿ ವಿಕಾಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಅಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಮೋರ್ ನ್ಯೂ ಮಾತಾಜಿ ಜಾಯಿನ್ ಸಾರಿ ಐ ಫರ್ಗಾಟ್ ಯುವರ್ ನೇಮ್ ರಾಧಾ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಮಾತಾಜಿ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಉಚ ಕಂ ತದ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಕಂ ಆಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಕಂ ಕರ್ಮ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ ಆಧಿಭೂತ ಪ್ರೋಕ್ತ ಆಧಿದೈವ ಕಿಮುಚ್ಯತೆ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಉಚ ಕಂ ತದ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಕಂ ಆಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಕಂ ಕರ್ಮ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಉಚ ಕಂ ತದ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಕಂ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಕಂ ಕರ್ಮ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ ಅಧಿಭೂತ ಪ್ರೋಕ್ತ ಅಧಿದೈವ ಕಿಮುಚ್ಯತೆ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ anybody else okay so let's do word to word translation arjuna uvacha means arjun said in what tat that brahma brahman kim what adhyatma means the self kim what karma fruitive activities ಪುರುಷ ಉತ್ತಮ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಓ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಆಧಿಭೂತ ದ ಮಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೇಷನ್ ಚ ಆಂಡ್ ಕಿಮ್ ವಾಟ್ ಪ್ರೋಕ್ತಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಆಧಿದೈವನ್ ದ ಡೆಮಿ ಗಾಡ್ ಕಿಮ್ ವಾಟ್ ಉಚ್ಚತೆ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಇನ್ಕ್ವಾಯರ್ಡ್ ಓ ಮೈ ಲಾಡ್ ಓ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ what are fruitive activities what is the material manifestation and what are the demi god please explain this to me hari bol the purport is very small i think uh, let's hear from arshita mata ji today just read very slow mata ji okay very slow okay mata ji in this chapter Lord Krishna answers different questions from Arjuna beginning with what is brahman the lord also explains karma fruitive fruitive activities devotional service and yoga principle and devotional service in its pure form the the shrimad bhagavatam explains that the supreme absolute truth is known as brahman parmatma and bhagavan in the in addition the living entity the individual soul is also also called brahman arjuna also inquires about atma which refers which refers to body soul and mind according to vedic dictionary atma refers to the mind soul body and senses also arjuna had 
has addressed the Supreme Lord as Purushottama, Supreme Person, which means that he was putting these questions not simply to offend but to the Supreme Person, knowing him to be the Supreme Authority able to give definitive and uh, definitive answers. Thank you, Mataji. Hari Beautiful. Thank you so much. So we will do now text number two. Uh, sorry. Alada Das Prabhuji. Okay. The by the if we read it, the words are like Adi Yagnaha Katam Kotra. Dehis Min Madhusudana. Prayana Kalecha Katam. Gneyo si niyatatma bihi. So we'll sing it like. Adiyagnaha katam kotra dehismin madhusudana. Prayana kalecha katam gneyo si niyatatma bihi. Hare Krishna. Hare Bol, thank you so much. Adiyagnaha. Adiyagnya katham kotra dehesmin madhusudana prayana kale chakatham neosi niyatatmana sorry neosi niyatatma bihi Hari Bol. Hare Krishna, Harshita is Adiyagna katham kutra dehesin madhusudana prayana kalecha katham deosinia tatma bhi Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Sumati's reading Adiyagna katham kutra dehesin madhusudana Prayane kale jakatam geno se niyatatmavi Krishna. Hare Krishna, Harpasad reading. Adiyagakatam kotram dehe esmins madhusodana. Prayane kale jakatam geo ase niyatatmavi Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Adhyagnya katham ko atra dehesmin madhusudana prayana kale chakatham neyosi niyatatma bhi Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Adhyagnya katham ko atra dehesmin madhusudana prayana kale chakatham neyosi niyatatma bhi Hare Krishna Shamarasi ka Mataji, are you there? Yeah, Hare Krishna, I'm there, but uh, please you guys continue as I'm uh, at that place. Okay, so, no problem. Anybody else? Uh, sorry, Mataji? I'm cooking now. Oh, okay, okay, no problem. Okay, sorry, so yeah. let's, let's read word to word. Adhi the Lord of uh, Sacrifice. Katham, how, kaha, who, atra, here, dehe, in the body, asmin, this, madhusudana, o madhusudana, 
प्रयाण काले एट द टाइम ऑफ डेथ चो एंड कथम हाउ असी और नेयोसी मींस यू कैन बी नोन नियतात्म भी ही मींस बाय द सेल्फ कंट्रोल्ड हु इज द लॉर्ड ऑफ सैक्रिफाइस एंड हाउ डज ही लिव इन द बॉडी ओ मधुसूदना हु इज द लॉर्ड ऑफ सैक्रिफाइस एंड हाउ डज ही लिव इन द बॉडी ओ मधुसूदना एंड हाउ कैन दोज एंगेज्ड इन डिवोशनल सर्विस नो यू एट द टाइम ऑफ डेथ so purport asumati mata ji would you like to read and uh, maybe half of, you can read first two paragraph and then valli mata ji can will finish the rest yes mata ji purport by his krishna his divangrishya prabhupad lord of sacrifice may refer to either indra or vishnu vishnu is the chief of the primal demigods including brahma and shiva and indra is the chief of the administrative demigods both indra and vishnu are worshiped by yagna performers performances but here arjuna asks who is actually the lord of yagya sacrifice and how the lord is residing within the body of the living entity Arjuna addresses the Lord as Madhusudana because Krishna once killed a demon named Madhu. Actually, these questions, which are of the nature of doubt, should not have arisen in the mind of Arjuna because is Arj because Arjuna is a Krishna conscious devotee. Therefore, these doubts are like demons. Since Krishna is so expert in killing demons, Arjuna here addresses him as Madhusudana. So Krishna might kill. the demonic doubts that arise in arjuna's mind hari krishna now the word prayana kale in this verse is very significant because whatever we do in life will be te- tested at the time of death arjuna is very anxious to know of those who are constantly engaged in krishna consciousness what should be their position at the final moment at the time of death all the bodily functions are disturbed dis- disrupted and the mind is not in a proper condition thus disturbed body disturbed by the bodily situation one may not be able to remember the supreme lord maharaja kulashekhara a great devotee says my dear lord just now i am quite healthy and it is better that i die immediately so that the swan of my mind can seek entrance at the stem of your lotus feet the metaphor is used because the swan a bird of the water takes pleasure in digging into that lotus flowers its sporting proclivity is to enter the lotus flower maharaja kulashekara says to the lord now my mind is undisturbed and i am quite healthy if i die immediately thinking of your lotus feet then i am sure that my performance of your devotional service will be become perfect but if i have to wait for my natural death then i do not know what will happen because at that time the bodily functions will be disrupted my throat will be choked up and i do not know whether i shall be able to chant your name better let me die immediately arjuna questions how a person can fix his mind on krishna's lotus feet at such a time hare krishna mm-hmm. very, very nice. nice thank you so much mm-hmm. it's so nice purport it comes from uh, kulashekaral so, yeah. sorry 
this uh, stotram comes from uh, kulashekar alwar's uh, thing right yeah mm yeah. oh is it in, is it a part of some stotra you are saying yeah yeah it is a part of some stotra mataji because uh, kulashekar alwar uh, mukunda mala stotram it is a part of mukunda mala oh okay okay thank you so much so uh, these two shlokas are all only uh, questions that like now uh, actually arjuna is asking and I, we know that why he is asking because krishna mentioned all these terms in the last two shlokas of the seventh chapter and he was saying it so easily that oh these people are like a brahman these are like you know and at the time of death they can still achieve me or i am like you know adibhuta i mean they uh, i am a god of like all the adibhuta i am a adi yajna i accept everything so he he just uh, said it in two uh, shlokas all these terms are like kind of mentioned uh, it mentions about the karma also it mentions about the adhyatma also so arjuna just asking like he picked up all those terms and he is asking that okay please elaborate what is it and prabhupada had explained what it what these terms are but then in the uh, in the third shloka also we will see like uh, how uh, it is explained by krishna that what is brahman what is so we will discuss these terms actually when we will uh, go to the shloka number 3 now this story i really liked it like you know at the time of death everyone wishes that like you know we <clears throat> that we want a long life and very long uh, you know uh, they want to live for uh, forever <laughs> but then the devotee is like kulashekara or that uh, so nicely he is saying that um, when i am healthy when i can remember when my mind can focus on krishna when everything is going well that time uh, krishna just i want to leave my body i don't want to leave and die like you know after me after i'll go very very old and when all the parts of my body will stop uh, working or there that time i might not remember you so there is a every devotee is having this kind of uh, little bit they are uh, worried about or they are scared of this uh, uh, this uh, thing that like what if at the time of death i will not remember krishna what will happen what if there are no devotees around me and what if my mind is like you know stopped working i'm in coma or something and how will i remember but then they, then uh, you know krishna explains later and then so many purports are there and then so many lectures and we heard from haladadas prabhu also last time his experience so we have so many experiences around that like you know once you chant krishna's name only even once he will organize or he will arrange everything that at the time of your death devotees will come around you and they will chant your and they'll chant krishna's name and they will remind you krishna so this is this is very uh, important this faith should be there and uh, second thing is krishna is uh, there was one more point that i wanted to discuss okay i'll i'll go back to it when i will remember so uh, if you want to say something about the shloka number 1 and 2 please uh, any one of you would like to contribute please go ahead otherwise we will go to shloka number 3 so anything from you haladar das prabhu ji vikas prabhu valli mata ji 
And when you have too many questions, you will not listen. Your mind keeps the person answering. Your mind keeps uh, making questions, questions, questions. You know. So after the questions, you know, the moan, the silence. You you be ready to listen. What is the answer? And you can absorb the answers. Otherwise, your mind have a tendency keep creating the questions. So. This chapter is in the beginning is one of the most beautiful thing I like in Kim Tad Brahma. Hare Krishna. Mm, thank you so much, Prabhuji. Yeah, it's beautiful that Atharva Brahma Jitniyasa. That is what exactly we see here, Arjuna's Brahma Jitniyasa. Anybody else would like to? So these are almost eight questions, and then one by one, uh, Krishna will answer those. And answers are uh, starting from shloka number three. So let's do shloka number three. So we will have more point to talk. Prabhuji, <coughs> would you like to? <coughs> yeah. Okay, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you. So now, after the Arjun Maharaj, two questions. Uh, I mean, many questions. Lord answering, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. In the words we say, like, Aksharam Brahma Paramam Prabhau Dhyatmam Ujjati Bhuta Bhavud Bhavakaro Visargaha Karma Sangnitaha And you will sing like this. Aksharam Brahma Paramam Svabhau Dhyatma Mujjati Utabhau Dhavakaro Visargaha Karma Sangnitaha Hare Krishna Very nice, thank you. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Aksharam Brahma Paramam Svabhau Dhyatma Mujjati Utabhau Bhuta Bhavod Bhavakaro Visarga Karma Sanyitaha Hari Bol. Hare Krishna. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Aksharam Brahma Paramam Sarvodhyatma Uchate Bhuta Bhavod Bhavakaro Visarga Karma Samyitaha Thank you, Mataji. Thank you. Hare Krishna Mataji, Harshita speaking. Shri Bhagavan Vacha Aksharam Brahma Paramam Sabhavodhyatmam Ujjate Bhuta Bhavod Bhavakaro Visargha Karma Sangnataha Hare Krishna Sumatis reading Shri Bhagavan Vacha Aksharam Brahma Paramam Swabhavo Dhatma Mukjate Bhuta Bhavo Bhavatkaro Susarga Karma Sambhita Hare Krishna Harprasad reading Aksharam Brahma Paramam Swabhavo Dhatma Mukjate 
भूत भाव भूत भूत भाव वो करो विसर्ग कर्म संगत हरे कृष्णा श्री भगवाच अक्षर ब्रह्म परम स्वभावोध्यात्मुते भूत भवोद्भव करो विसर्ग कर्म संगीत हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण श्री भगवान उच अक्षर ब्रह्म परम स्वभावो अध्यात्म उच्यते भूत भावोद्भव करो विसर्ग कर्म समित हरे कृष्ण ओके थैंक यू सो मच एवरी वन नाइस रीडिंग सो वी विल डू वर्ड टू वर्ड so translation of these words is very very important in every bhagavad gita you will see they are translated little bit or slightly different brahman is a so common word or like a swabhav is also a word that is so many places uh, even prabhupada had translated it very differently i mean some places it is translated as transcendental other places it is uh, swabhav uh, is uh, Uh, translated differently so you please uh, see these translations uh, very carefully and then we can go back and check that like in other places in bhagavatam bhagavad gita how these words are explained or translated so first shri bhagwan uvacha the supreme personality of a godhead said aksharam means indestructible brahma sorry brahma means brahman परमात्मा मीन्स ट्रांसेंडेंटल स्वभाव मीन्स इटर्नल नेचर अध्यात्मा मीन्स द सेल्फ उच्चते इज कॉल्ड भूत भाव भूत भाव भवोत् करो कर मीन्स प्रोड्यूसिंग द मटेरियल बॉडीज ऑफ द लिविंग एंटिटीज विसर्ग मीन्स क्रिएशन कर्म मीन्स प्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज संगीतः मीन्स इज कॉल्ड सो यू मे रीड दिस अगेन एंड अगेन दिस ट्रांसलेशन एंड नाउ वी विल गो टू द एक्चुअली परपोर्ट एंड ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ दिस श्लोका द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ अ गॉड हेड सेड द इनडिस्ट्रक्टेबल ट्रांसेंडेंटल लिविंग एंटिटी इज कॉल्ड एज अ ब्रह्मन एंड इज इटर्नल नेचर इज कॉल्ड एज अ अध्यात्म द सेल्फ action pertaining to the development of the material body of the living entity is called as a karma or fruitive activities this definition of karma is very important i mean this is a definition which is mostly valid wherever you see the word karma i mean this is exactly what uh, it is meant that what karma is what karma means that the one which producing uh different bodies which is producing your next body or like you know uh, just uh, you know it's a basis of your like previous future bodies so now we will see this uh, we will read this purport first and then we will discuss now vikas prabhu would you like to read the first two sh- first two paragraph of this chapter i mean so of this shloka 
ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ but in spiritual krishna consciousness his position is to serve the supreme when the living entity is in material consciousness he has to take on various bodies in the material world that is called karma or varied creation by the force of material consciousness in vedic literature the living entity is called jivatma and brahman but he is never called uh, parabrahman the living entity jivatma takes different positions sometimes he merges into the dark material nature and identifies himself with uh, matter and sometimes he identifies himself with the superior spiritual nature therefore he is called the uh, supreme lord's marginal energy according to his material material according to his identification with material or spiritual nature he receives a material or spiritual body in material nature he may take a body from any of the 8.4 million species of life but in the spiritual nature he has only one body in material nature he is sometimes manifested as a man demigod an animal a beast bird etc according to his karma to attain material heavenly planets and enjoy their facilities he sometimes performs sacrifices yagna but when his merit is exhausted he returns to earth again in the form of a man hari krishna hari krishna and this is called uh, karma that is the last sentence i'll just finish it and one mata ji joined from virginia mata ji i'm really sorry i didn't get your name would you like to read hari bol from please mute, mute your phone the other uh, devotees please yeah. can i read mataji yes please mataji okay um one second um yeah your time the chandogya am i starting from in the process of sacrifice the chandogya upanishad describes the vedic sacrifice yes that is correct mataji third third paragraph for shloka number 3 chandayoga upanishad describes the vedic sacrifice process on the sacrifice altar five kinds of offerings are made into five kinds of fire the five kinds of fire are conceived of as the heavenly planets clouds and um the earth men and women and the five kinds of sacrificial offerings are faith the enjoyer on the moon rain grains and semen in the process of sacrifice the living entity makes sacri- specific sacrifices to attain specific heavenly planets and consequently reaches them when the merit of sacrifice is exhausted the living entity descends to earth in the form of rain then takes on the form of grains and the grains are eaten by men and transformed into semen which impregnate a woman and thus the living entity once again attains the human form to perform sacrifice and so repeat the same cycle in this way the living entity perpetually comes and goes on the 
material path. The Krishna consciousness person, however, avoids such sacrifices he takes directly to Krishna consciousness and thereby prepares himself to return to Godhead. Impersonalist commentators on the Bhagavad Gita unreasonably assume that Brahman takes the form of Jiva in the material world and to substantiate this they refer to chapter 15 verse 7 of the Gita. But in this verse the Lord also speaks of the living entity as an internal fragment of myself, the fragment of God, the living entity may fall down into the material world, but the Supreme Lord Achyuta never falls down. Therefore, this assumption that the Supreme Brahma assumes the form of Jiva is not acceptable. It is important to remember that in the Vedic literature, Brahman, the living entity, is distinguished from Parabrahma, the Supreme Lord. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Bol, Hare Krishna. So, uh, I will just uh, elaborate a few points and then Mataji, you can also feel free to uh, just jump in any time and then whatever you feel like that, uh, you know, whatever you understand from this purport, you can uh, explain. So, here in this third uh, shloka, Krishna starts with the uh, definition of Brahman. So it is very, very important that we should understand what Brahman means because Brahman is very, as I said, that like this word is used very various places in various uh, literatures. So there are many definitions of this Brahman. So Krishna is saying, first of all, uh, that living entity is a Brahman. But what part of a living entity? Because when you say living entity, that means like any anyone, uh, jiva uh, means with his body or gross body and gross senses and everything comes into mind. But Krishna is mentioning that specifically that part which is indestructible, which is a transcendental, that is living entity. Uh, uh, aksharam, that is what it is, the word is used. Kshara means that which is destructible. It is coming from the, there is a similar word, Kshaya is also there. Kshaya means like that which is like slowly it is destroying or slowly uh, it is vanishing. It is like going towards the end, that is Kshaya. And then Kshara means also that which is like um, destructible or which is that you can destroy or that which will end quickly or that which, which will dismantle but then this is Brahman is Akshara, that which will not we it will never end, it will never destroy or it will never go deteriorate. Uh, so that is what is the Akshara. So that Akshara and Paramam, it is eternal, it is it is it is ever existing. It, there is no time that like, you know, it came into existence and then it will uh, destroy completely or it will go back. So here it is Krishna is saying that Akshara that which is like, a, uh, which will never ever uh, destroy or deteriorate and which is a permanent, which is a eternal, that uh, and then transcendental. So it is a uh, transcendental also, that it is a, it is a part and parcel of uh, Krishna. So it is, it is not a part of this material world, it is a part of a spiritual world and that is a Brahma. Then Krishna... Uh, 
is saying that uh, in 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 uh, immediately in the purport prabhupada is making sure that like you know the difference of brahma and para brahma because para brahma is again like we always say to krishna or lord or bhagwan we call him para brahma or like you know sometimes the he is sitting in our body so we uh, many people worship that para brahma so prabhupada is making sure that like you know the difference between brahma and para brahma so don't get confused here that there is a god there is a very superior uh, person sitting there and he is a para brahma and we are just a small part and parcel of him and that is what krishna uh, is like also uh, indicating slowly in this shloka and the next shloka so keep it in mind that we are brahma there is a para brahma and there is a difference between these two and then uh, krishna is talking about the swabhav so swabhav in the 29th shloka uh, swabhav is translated there is a swabhav okay, let me see that so 29th shloka it is saying that the intelligent person who are endeavoring for liberation from old age and death take refuge in me in devotional service they are actually brahman because they entirely know everything about transcendental activity so when krishna is saying that they are actually brahman means in a way that we all are brahman right like uh, uh, whoever are wandering on this earth though they are carrying this like all this uh, so many layers and so many gross body but then within that there is a atma that is a brahman but krishna is saying that whoever worship me whoever surrender me they are like all detached from this gross material body so they are muktatme so they are they are pure now soul they have nothing to do with their, this material body and this uh, what are the impressions karma everything is kind of those knots are completely destroyed and they are just a pure brahma it is not covered by everything anything or it is not covered by like uh, gross body though you see the gross body still they are not Uh, not that body they are not a woman or a man or uh, you know any particular destination or whatever uh, so many uh, padvi that you give they are none of that they are pure brahman that's what krishna is saying in 29 and that what is that brahman that is uh, again krishna explain here it is it is a indestructible transcendental living entity so those living entity who are uh, situated properly and who are not attached to this uh, body anymore which is a destructible that which is a kshara so he is now different or he is he is he is now um, um, you know not attached to this body which will take like which we which we are going to change again and again and which is a destructible so now he is properly situated there is no bandha or there is he is a muktatma he is liberated soul and i will call him as a brahman then he is saying that swabhavo adhyatma uchyate so swabhav here it is uh, said that swabhav means eternal nature and adhyatma means the self uchyate means is called and now here like in the 29 shloka if you go back to 729 uh, swabhav is uh, transcendental so krishna is saying that he uh, they entirely know everything about the transcendental activities so now krishna is explaining about the swabhav and adhyatma and everything so he is saying that like what is it that 
the indestructible indestructible transcendental living entity is called as a brahman and his eternal nature is called as a adhyatma the self so eternal nature of the living entity is called as a adhyatma so we use the word adhyatma so many places saying that like we are uh, i am doing adhyatmic activities so that means i am doing something like a transcendental activities or those activities which will not bind us to any karma or those activity which is related to my myself that brahman so that activity or that activity which is related to bhagwan or parmatma or parabrahma those activities are all called as adhyatmic activities and that's what we uh, krishna is saying that these people who are not uh, attached to this material world and material body anymore they understand very well that what are the activities which are uh, adhyatmic activities so he is here explaining only the word adhyatma adhyatma means it is also said that the self adhyatma also means that it is related to the uh, spiritual world or it is related to the bhagwan or parabrahma so it is said that the eternal nature is called as a adhyatma so what is our uh, eternal nature and that prabhupada explain very nicely in that purport that our eternal nature is to worship krishna to serve krishna to please krishna that is our eternal nature to love krishna in one of the various uh, rasas like there are five different rasa shanta sakhya vatsalya madhurya and dasya so one of this rasa if you are able to worship and love krishna uh, then that is your uh, now you are situated properly means like you are though you are in this material world you know exactly what your um, uh, atma wants or what you exactly want and that's accordingly your body is also working right now our atma is longing for uh, serve, um, you know krishna's love and he wants to serve krishna but our body and our mind is totally uh, you know like a rebellious workers they are not following our atma and they are doing their own uh, thing they they, they just do, they want uh, to keep themselves in, engaged in the uh, uh, various uh, activities which will give pleasure to their um, pleasure to them so indriya and mind and uh, body so they are all looking for the activities which are very materialistic activities and which will bind you more and more but then atma or the swabhav he wants he, what is his nature is his nature is to uh, serve krishna his nature is uh, exact let me hear, uh, read the exact word that prabhupada is saying the constitutional position of the living entity is different from the position i just tried here is it in material consciousness his name is to try to be lorded over the matter but the spiritual consciousness or a krishna consciousness his position is to serve the supreme so prabhupada explained both nature so our material nature is to lord it over to the uh, material things we want to enjoy exploit and that is the material nature and inside is uh, we sitting there our eternal nature is to serve krishna so imagine that like this war is going on forever i mean like you know and all the time most of the time our mind is a winner so mind will do whatever he wants to and we we just try to lord it over the material nature and even if we understand all this knowledge is there still it is very difficult to uh, win this war so that war is going on constantly and we have to uh, remember that like you know 
actually who we are you know don't don't get distracted don't don't say that like i am that mind i am that uh, this is my body this is what i want i mean i want to enjoy this material nature no you are not that at all krishna starts with that like you are that in that most pure soul is what you are you are not body you are not mind you are not those desires you are not that happiness and distress and you know everything that is uh, you are experiencing so that think thinking feeling willing all that is done by your mind uh, so you are definitely different than that you are a brahman that pure brahman and your eternal nature or, or your nature is to or uh characteristics we can say or that what that's what you do all the time is you serve krishna you don't do anything else you don't do and go lord it over it that's that's your body and you are different than that that is what is explained in this first line and then it is saying that bhuta bhavod bhavo karo bhuta bhavod bhav karo visarga karma sadnitaha now let's see what is a bhuta bhav So it is saying that producing the material bodies of the living entity, visarga means creation, karma means fruitive activities, uh, is called. So here Krishna is explaining now what is a karma. He is saying that those activities which are producing your uh, new bodies, those activities are called as a karma. Now we all know. I don't have to explain it, uh, you know, again and again. But still, uh, just one line. Uh, in one or two lines i will explain what karma is like whenever you are doing something saying that uh, i am doing is you are attaching your body while doing this karma those you are not though you are not your body you are different than that uh, gross body or that mind you are attaching you are you are gluing it with the false ego that i am that body and then you try to do some karma or some activity um which is pleasing to that body or a mind and in that case what happens that those will be recorded some place as a punya papa or some or the activities or like your desires are mixed there so everything is noted down somewhere that these are the desire this is the activities done so this much Hare Krishna Sorry I got disconnected so uh, because of this uh, false ego or that glue that uh, you know that is in between uh, atma that is pure brahman and this gross body that is what is causing us to uh, suffer and uh, you know and also that is what is causing to produce more and more bodies because we are saying that i am doing it it's like you know you are taking credit of that so okay you you got it like that is like kept it on your account 
the moment you start saying that no i am not a doer you understand very well that like you know krishna is actually making me do and so i will do the activities which are only pleasing to krishna i will not do anything for my pleasure then those that false ego and that chain of the karma will stop there and that is why again and again acharya is saying that like do a karma do a karma do a karma which will not produce any uh, bodies any more and that is called as a a karma that which is not counted at all that is not noted i mean of course it is counted as a, a good activities like sorry not good activities of course if it is like a spiritual activities it is counted towards your spiritual account but they are not counted towards your materialistic account so Uh, so that is the karma that is explained here and now again prabhupada uh, explains all this uh, what is what i talk that is explained in this first paragraph and uh, then uh, prabhupada again talk about the jivatma and brahman so he is saying that so when we are called sometimes as a jivatma is mentioned so many places that is a living entity so when we are on this material planet with this material body then it is called as a jivatma and when we are free from all these uh, uh, all this uh, materialistic uh, bodies and two type of body we have and we are free from that and then when we go back home back to godhead to our spiritual world then we will have there only one material body and that is like our original body and with our original swabhav or with our original uh, um nature we will start serving krishna so now that original nature is to serve krishna but in a different mood with different activities this act, uh, we are all doing in the spiritual world it is not like a um everyone is having a same uniform and they are doing the same kind of activities no there is a variety again there so i can be a tree or i can be a servant of a servant of a servant and i am just serving someone i am not i might not be even serving krishna directly someone might be krishna's friend someone someone is acting there as a krishna's uh, uh, krishna's parents someone is uh, krishna's uh, you know um, uh, servant so there are so many wonderful rasas are there and so are the so many wonderful activities they are there in this uh, spiritual world and we we are doing one of that and that's what we will understand when we will be free from uh, completely free from this material uh, world and our material body and we completely understand that i am not this body that time we will understand that time we will understand who we are and that is called as a atma sakshatkar so atma sakshatkar mean understanding that i am atma i am that brahman and then understanding our swabhav also that how how i am serving that krishna and understanding that krishna also that is a parat brahma so understanding ourselves krishna and the relation between uh, how and our relation to krishna that is all is atma sakshatkar so once you are uh, you are uh, you know you are a soul who understand or like a self realized soul then in that case even though you are in the body in the gross body in that gross subtle body still you are not attached to that because you are not going to identify yourself with that so even if you are on this earth still you are called as a muktatma or you are called as a, a liberated soul and then though you are in the material body that's what i'm again and again saying that there are muktatme on this earth 
that is a self realized soul they are there to teach us to guide us to you know spread krishna consciousness and some are there to uh, they are just ready for to go back home back to godhead and once they will leave that gross body they will they will achieve their original material body and then they will serve krishna but the other people who are not uh, liberated who are not muktatme who are baddha uh, baddha atma that is baddha jeevatma that is what is called they will get again and again new body here while they are on this uh, earth and uh, it is also mentioned that there are 8 million 400000s of species so you can be anything you can be sometimes devi god sometimes you will go and you can become a beast sometimes you are so you have to understand while you know even talking and while behaving with others also that you uh, you should have a vision to see just uh, atma you should be a, Uh, you should develop that vision to see the brahman within each and every body don't worry worry about that body that body is going to react differently based on that body's material nature so that nature of that each and every body is different so like when you are uh, you are inside like you know inside a particular machine that machine will say some of the machines they go straight some of the machines they are going just horizontally some of the machines they will just walk zigzag and you had given each and every one that different different machines so right now i am in some machine which is just zigzag it is going zigzag zigzag and someone is saying that oh why are you not going straight then then that's not possible it's not because it's 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 a, it's a swabhav of your body so we have to understand why while dealing with other people when you see them going uh, you know in a particular uh, way they are reacting towards you they are shouting at you they are not treating you properly then you don't have to say that like you know they are insulting me and then getting mad so that time you have to use this knowledge and saying that oh beyond that body is a brahman and that's what is a pure and that is what is a uh, in service of a krishna but right now he is a baddha jeev just like me and he is sitting in a vehicle which is going weirdly and i i have to understand that so that is very important and then uh, krishna is talking about the chandogya upanishad when where he is saying that the on the sacrificial altar five kinds of different offerings are made into the five kinds of the fire and he is talking about the adhi uh, different kinds of yagyas so why because adhi yagya that definition comes afterwards but yeah uh, prabhu bada had explained some more advanced point in this purport and then he ended with that um, he is again mentioning about the seventh chapter and then there are various chapter and he is talking about we are an eternal fragmental an eternal fragment of myself that is what is krishna is saying and that is what is very important we have to always remember the fragment of god the living entity may fall down in the material world but the supreme lord achyut never falls down therefore this symptom of the supreme brahman assumes the form of a jiva is not acceptable it is important to remember in the vedic uh, literature brahman or the living entity is distinguished from para brahman that is the supreme lord so that the same point is explained here that we we jiva we are because we are very tiny and minute we we always get under the influence of a maya or a material nature and that time we just act 
you know as if we are sitting in that weird machine and act weirdly but krishna never ever he he always understand who he, he is he knows that he is a parabrahma so there is no question of this machines and everything for him so he will never fall down he will never be he will never do anything wrong that these machines are doing he is all perfect he is all uh, you know parabrahma all the time and there is a huge difference between this parabrahma and parabrahma and we have to understand that all the time if we have to um, i mean he is talking more like you know mayavadis and how they talk that like you know i am i am parabrahma but uh, so for for these people these sentences are there but like you know even slightest of this kind of a thought should not come into your mind that's like prabhupada is explaining again and again in the purpose so there are many other point and uh, we forgot to talk about that uh, stotra in text 2 where this last few lines are now my mind is undisturbed and i'm i uh, am am quite healthy if i die immediately thinking of you uh, thinking of your lotus feet then i am sure that my performance of your devotional service will become perfect but if i have to wait for my natural death then i do not know what will happen because at the time of a bodily function at the time of the body bodily functions at that time the bodily functions will be disturbed my throat will be choked up and i do not know whether i shall be able to chant your name better let me die immediately so that also part i thought like ma, i wanted to start with that because mata ji was reading that but sorry about that so this is about the shloka number 3 and that important part from shloka number 2 now it is open for discussion so uh, please please let me know what what you think about these shlokas hari bol hari krishna is there any any one point that you would like we have explained everything extraordinarily mataji that's what i can say you are going from line to line and previous verse also you covered very well and uh, i like the way you gave the example of this machines and zigzag how the souls are stuck in this machines <laughs> that is so so wonderful i have just one question in this um, same um, paragraph where we have that 8.4 million species right yes mataji uh, please yeah Uh, in this um, paragraph it says uh, in spiritual nature he has only one body right the yes. material nature we know there are um, millions of bodies but uh, here um, um, he explains that is only one body and um, so, when you said mm-hmm. the material um, the spiritual world then we can have uh, like different kinds of services also right but uh, the bodies will be different in different kind of services maybe a tree or serving krishna or doing some other yes, activity mataji. Or... yes mataji yes mataji so there are variety of bodies in spiritual world but you will be having only one body it's not that you will keep on changing yeah but here we are changing bodies right like today i am a woman in woman's body next life i'll be in some other body next life so i am changing here bodies i'm depending on my karma and my desires so and that body also like i can't wish for any like i mean it can be anything because it, it depends on my karma everything but in material body in material world when you go back there is one body for you and you will never change that and you will keep serving krishna that same kind of service if your garland making service is there you will do garland making only like and you will be very happy and others who are some are making prasadam some are just taking 
cows and like you know there are so many varieties of bodies there also yeah oh okay when it says oh, that is there is only one body i didn't understand completely mata mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you thank you i wonder like how this um, other species in material nature are divided into birds animals beast and even um, man and demigod also comes into the rest they are including even demigods into the same nature yes uh, that is like all material so in material nature he is manifested sometimes as a man demigod animal beast bird so here uh, prabhupada is explaining that when while on uh, you are in this material world you can be any of this thing so when we yeah. when we fall down it says that for in the beginning we had a body of a demigod and then because of our karma we are just going and you know passing from this this uh, body to that body uh so and we had seen that like you even even the lord of the indra demigod lord of the indra he had once taken the body of a pig and he was staying there so um that story is there so even these demigods their body is not a permanent body it's just a material body yeah right and uh, but when they will go back to spiritual world they will have one body maybe that in that spiritual world they are just a cow or a calf or like i'm just a uh, blade of a grass but just i'm i'm what what is my service to krishna is stand there and when krishna will walk then give him that like you know um, to his feet he will he'll experience that uh, that 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 wonderful touch of that grass and that is all is my service and i have to just stand and wait for krishna so that that's all is what i'm doing there and uh, there the grass and then the these birds and everyone is having uh, you know transcendental nature there is no need i mean they all can uh, express their uh, um, service towards the krishna you know say sitting in that that particular body so um, yeah that is what is explained by our acharya that like you can be anything you can be just a tree which is giving pleasure to krishna and his friends that they are they are sitting under your um, your shadow your your you know you are providing beautiful wonderful fruits to krishna or wonderful you know flowers to krishna for garland so this is what we are doing in the we were doing in the spiritual world and it is our choice right that that's also they say even in this body we can feel um the spiritual way and we can just uh, still get the same benefits even here if we have that yeah yeah, yeah. that's what is, the mukundamala says mataji i have shared that video uh, it yeah. has many many shlokas each shloka is like a flower right so all the flowers yeah. together is a mala for mukunda that's why it's called oh. mukundamala yeah and when oh. you see this video chintayami harime vasantatam the picture mm. is gajendra moksha where um, krishna is coming for, uh, on garuda vahana and gajendra is asking uh, with a lotus in his trunk and a crocodile catching his foot that picture mm. itself stays in my mind so i want to mm. <laughs> listen to that shloka every time this is a very very powerful mm. and uh, many acharyas they um, take example of several shlokas in this uh, kundamala mm. so yes, you know great you can even uh, drive deeply into that shloka mata it is very very wonderful it is like a life changing shloka yeah. really yeah once when i was in the hospital actually i was listening to the shloka uh, closing my eyes and one of my relatives he came into the room i didn't even notice 
So he just came and sat on, uh, he came from California, he's from Vivekananda Vedanta Society or something. He also knows all this. So he said, Wally, I just came to give you some support and uh, see how you are doing, but I don't uh, think I can give you enough because you are, you are all, already having Mukundamala with you. Nothing to say from my side, that's what he just said to me. <laughs> so you are already listening Mukundamala, what can I say further beyond that? <laughs> No, beautiful, mm-hmm. ma'am. Yeah, I know about this sotra, but I never, uh, you know, listen so carefully, but I'll do that now, yeah. yeah sure. Very nice. Thank you so much. And also the story of Gajendra is also like, I mean, it shows us so many things, that yeah. Gajendra story. Yeah, it's not yeah. about, I mean, Gajendra was not even remembering, like, you know, that he is the supreme personality of a Godhead or any particular shloka also. But like he was not even having like Krishna's any, uh, you know, uh, how he look or any kind of a figure or any deity, anything in his mind. But he was just a elephant and he started saying that, oh, I mean, someone who is a controller of this all or someone, who, I mean, he understood that time, like, you know, I am helpless and if I am helpless, there is someone who is very powerful and someone who is a controller of all of this. And then he started calling him and then those wonderful prayers and, you know, that we know of Gajendra. So uh, we have to also remember that or learn from this story that though we are getting a body of a elephant or beast or anything still it is possible that we can still remember Krishna but we don't want to take chance while we are in this body of a human being and we are having such a nice environment so utilize this body and just Prabhupada always says that like end your you know complete your business here in this body in this life only just don't depend on other for life and the point you were saying about the muktatma that like you know while you are in this body you can experience that so many elevated devotees who are like you know um, who had atma sakshatkar uh, so they they as i said that they are not attached to their bodies and you see them at a different level and um, you can be like that but then still you know, uh, devotees like us, we just pray to go back home, back to Godhead because there are so many chances while you are in this material world to get caught up again. Uh, of course, after Atma Sakshatkar, there is no chance that you will get caught up in this material world. But then they 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 prefer to go back and home and then serve Krishna. But then there are very elevated devotees that they say that like you know you can send me anywhere you know you know even in the hellish planet but just that my mind should be always focused on you and i should always chant your name and in that condition i don't care what kind of body you had put me in only thing is my mind should be focused at, at your lotus feet and like I'll, i i should always remember you so there there is a variety of just like Jada Bharata's story, he, he doesn't even care what others are doing to him. Atma means I remember Jada Bharata. Right. So, yeah, I mean, Jada Bharata was like, he was aiming for the, to go back home, back to Godhead, but just because of his attachment, he had to go through this another two bodies. Uh, but in the last body, yes, last body, he was he was remembering everything, so he was really happy in that body also. But um, yeah, so there there are so many varieties of the 
bhakta and they they pray to lord totally differently i don't even know that what my prayer is because so many layers are there that like we are just listening sometimes we are saying this sometimes we are saying that and all of the sudden we ask for the materialistic thing also that to oh, take care of my family take care so yeah so yeah it's a long way to go but then yeah we are trying anything uh, mata ji gopi mata ji you join for the first time do you have any points mata ji okay so if no one is there then we will end it here if there is any point please please feel free now or you can say it in the uh, next next class also हरे कृष्णा माता जी यस गो हेड एनी सुमती माता जी गो हेड हरे कृष्णा माता जी माता जी थैंक यू फॉर गिविंग द वंडरफुल क्लास माता जी आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड टू आस्क दैट इन these verses uh, arjuna is asking the lord about a few questions and he asks about the demigods uh, what are they what are the material world what are the activities that give us our results and many more he asks about many other things and krishna explains this in the 8th chapter and mataji uh, he is also asking about the lord of sacrifice and many more other things So out of this, uh, Lord Krishna, he answered uh, three questions out of eight questions. My Mataji, my doubt was that uh, when Arjuna went to learn Gurukul, uh, went to learn, went to learn things from Gurukul, uh, from Dronacharya, he must have almost learned about demigods because when he was learning about the different weapons, uh, then uh, maybe uh, Dronacharya must have explained this to him. So uh, was Arjuna asking in a different way about demigods again? और इज इट कृष्णाजिज्ञासन from guru sadhu shastra and nobody always go and stand before i mean nobody will get a chance like arjuna got that like you know right na, right in front of him is krishna and that's why he wants to understand directly everything from krishna so that is another reason that he wants to like kind of uh, go back and ask these basics so say uh, one of the greatest mathematician is standing in front of you and that time whatever you had learned from your guru you might want to teachers and other people you might want to just kind of clarify again from that person and then as what you are saying is that whether it was in a different way so yeah i mean that is also very uh, true as i mean why krishna uh, arjuna is first of all asking this question it is because um, the way 
Krishna used this word in the previous verses, like in the seventh verse, uh, seventh chapter. How he ended is that uh, I will call all those who are like in the devotional service engaged to me. They are all I will call as a Brahman, and they know exactly what uh, is the adhyatmic activities. So now here Krishna uh, Arjuna is saying that like okay so you said that sentence now in that reference you have to explain me or you said that like I am the god of all the uh, Adi Bhuta or like this uh, you know all these demigods and uh, Adi Adni I am the god of that now a uh, person who had learned the Vedas and all that so it is not very clearly written there that like you know God Krishna is the supreme personality of a god and, and everything is coming from that there so that can be one reason and I'm just saying this if and else that what I understood it is um, I should be looking deeply into some of the lectures or Prabhupada's purport to understand and exp- and 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 you know give you right answers but uh, but as I said that like person who is um, who are doing the study of all the Vedas and all that, they understand like all these demigods and like, you know, Indra. So as a king, he understands very well that King Indra is a, a person who is giving us like all kind of a rain, which is very important for my, uh, to take care of all these people in this uh, kingdom. So I have to uh, worship Indra and I have to do different yagyas. I have to worship uh, sun god so that he will not be like, there will not be a scorching heat. So all they know is from the materialistic perspective, they had learned everything. Now um, what Arjuna is asking is from spiritual perspective also like not just as a kshatriya or as a king what you should be doing but in general he is asking so that he will also understand and he can also reach to a state of uh, uh, self-realized person so yes this is slightly different than what he had learned and uh, and that's why he's asking those questions again so that's what at least i understood and uh, vikas prabhu is there haladadas prabhuji is there so they will explain you more but thank you so much for your wonderful question and uh, also let me tell you that sumati that like you know right now when everything is going so well in our life we don't have many materialistic uh, you know uh, worries or anything everything is nice we are like going every day chanting we have like devotee association and and then we are reading this bhagavad gita every day and chanting shlokas and all that but the situation where like we are in the we, we are like hospitalized we are totally helpless or we are in a condition where where Arjuna is like he's so helpless and he's like um, very disturbed I mean like disturbed or he will say that he will say that like he's he's finding himself very helpless in that condition when you uh, listen to this Bhagavad Gita and these words then that makes a totally different sense to you so uh, whatever whatever situation of life you are going through accordingly you take meaning from this Bhagavad Gita and then accordingly your questions are like accordingly you will place your question in front of your Guru Maharaj so in the beginning when I was listening Bhagavad Gita from my Guru Maharaj my questions were very different than like what it are uh, what what those, what questions I am now having and then maybe it will be different like later so like it depends on your situation your progress and everything so yes so the, 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 there he, he, his intentions must be totally different than what he uh, he must be having he must have listened the same thing from his acharya 
uh, father-in-law is hospitalized in India. He's in the ICU since three, two days. So I just wanted to request devotee prayers for his health, Mataji. What's his name, Mataji? Name, please. Uh, my father-in-law's name, uh, Gurnamal Tejwani. Gurnamal? Gurnamal Tejwani. Last name. So we can chant round Hare Krishna for him three times right now on the phone. So all of you please unmute yourself and we will chant like slowly. Hare so may Krishna give him like uh, may Krishna remind him all the time uh, his past times and his wonderful beautiful uh, form Mataji and may he come out of this uh, situation quickly yes, thank you very much Mataji for your prayers thank you all devotees Hare Krishna thank you so much for attending class Hare Krishna everyone. So we will end here. It is 8.58. Uh, so it was a little longer. Than